All right, everybody, welcome back to the Open Concepts Podcast, episode 14. Hope you're all doing fantastic. We are still in lockdown. Continues, continues. And now, on top of that, the snow has come back. I was looking forward to just a nice January slash February of, like, no snow or minimal to no snow, but it's decided to come back. So if you're fond of snow, I mean, good for you. I'm not really fond of snow, but I hope you guys again, once again, are all um, keeping busy. You guys are doing, living your best lives, especially in lockdown as much as you can. But I'm back with my co-host EJ. EJ, how's it going, man? Well, it was going good until you started talking about snow. Yeah. Okay. Well, so here in Barrie, it's mad trash here. How about in, how about in Hamilton? Honestly, like all of January, there was like zero snow at all. That's what I love. Like, it. but then like two days ago, I don't know what yeah. happened. But the snow it was just like, I'm here, and I was like, yep. no. It just started all of a sudden, and I'm I'm just, ugh. yeah, I'm not a fan. Right. And normally, at like all. my mom, my mom is telling me, like, get out, get outside a little bit. And I'm like, well, now I don't want to go outside. I know because it's <laughs> cold. It's gross. It's just yeah. Snow is not. That's not it, chief no it's uh it's something i dread it's 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 not something i I enjoy i know people i i know people that do enjoy it and i'm just like okay other than if you're going like skiing or tobogganing what is the the fun of snow there is none (laughs) tobogganing is not even fun either you do it twice and then you're like all right i'm done i'm I'm tired (laughs) like yeah, it's not a, uh, it's not ideal. But hey, if you're enjoying snow right now, I mean, you're whack. <laughs> <laughs> Come discuss it. Controversial topic: snow is trash. <laughs> Defend yourself. That's how Defend it goes. or vacate. <laughs> but anyways, we're gonna hop into our world topics right now. So cue that music. Alrighty. So, big topic for today was um, the idea of. Okay, so we all have to be wearing masks uh, in like private areas right now, especially during this lockdown. I assume, EJ, when you're at work, you have to be wearing masks, correct? Yeah. So is it like, well, how does that work for you? Is it difficult, especially like being in a kitchen because there's a bunch of heat? There's all the, I guess, all that kind of stuff going on. Does it make it difficult to wear a mask? Uh, Yes and no. Like the mask I have. Mm-hmm. is like it's more like a ninja mask so like oh like it? uh like a scarf type thing almost it's like like imagine a toque but with the top cut out so it's just like a oh like a yeah, yeah, yeah. A, sle- a sleeve and you put it over yourself but then one side of it has like drawstrings oh so okay. i can put it around my so it's really just hanging off my face like a veil almost so they're so, still like breathing yeah, for you. Okay. Right. But there's some people that don't have that at work and they just have a regular mask. And I can imagine it's annoying. Yeah, I can imagine that like really. So especially when if you're cooking, like you got all the, the, the heat coming at you. Well, I mean, it's not it. that it's not that busy with COVID going on. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we're constantly in the heat. But oh, like true. prior prior to like the lockdown lockdown, when we would have mm-hmm. like our dinner rushes and stuff. Yeah, it was pretty Dang. annoying and hot. Jeez, but um, yeah. So I only bring this up because uh, other countries like Austria and France are starting to now double mask. So we talk about double dip now; they double mask it. <laughs> I even know. Like, so, what do you mean double? Like why? So the way that they uh, 
they explained is that um it's uh it's meant to i guess to help uh, more protection and help prevent covid from spreading and so uh in europe countries like i said in austria and france um announced this month that uh they're making cloth masks that are out of like that are made out of uh medical grade or surgical masks and those are mm-hmm. more ideal for the entire population so you can use your regular mask and then put the the medical grade or surgical mask on top of that mask. Weird. Well, actually, the last time I got tested, I had my own mask on, and then the guy gave me another one, and he's like, "You can put this on top of your mask." Yeah. And in my head, I was like, "Why, bro? Like, you talk like what?" I, I I've heard uh, like yeah, people are getting really picky with that, especially in more, I guess, private areas of business. Which is, I mean, I, I mean, to each their own. If it's your business, you do what you want, but uh ontario canada is just sticking to what they know right now so just the one mask but now more and more countries are doing it and yeah. so canada can barely get us to stay home <laughs> they could ask everybody to wear two masks right. when they're out now too late. right and so uh it's funny too because uh uh in america where kind of it's uh it's more prominent over there uh the the covid uh health person Anthony Fauci, the guy who essentially is running the the task force for it, mm-hmm. said uh, that he quoted that it just makes common sense to add another layer of protection when it comes to wearing COVID or where where it comes to wearing masks for COVID nineteen. So it, um, so I guess my question would be is would would you wear? Do you care enough to wear two masks? No, I'm in the same boat. I too. mean, I mean, if it's the rule, then I don't know what I, I can't really do much about it. But well, exactly, right? <laughs> if it's optional, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just don't see. I again, I I'm not the scientist. I could be completely wrong, but I don't see how two masks is going to prevent a virus from infecting. Ah, uh, man, like I don't. Know. I don't even know how I feel about COVID anymore. It's become so oversaturated with I feel like I feel like I don't I don't feel the effects of this pandemic the way most people do because nothing has really changed for me at all. Yeah, we talked about this before yeah. where you're just going to work and and stuff like that. Like other other than like different protocols at work now. Mm-hmm. My life I'm I get up, I go to work like 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 normal. Yeah. So there's no like oh my gosh, like money's not coming in. When are we going to have this like curfew or what's it called? Um, lockdown lifted, whatever. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel any of that, so I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, so I mean, in terms of, I uh, no, well, for me, like I I've seen also studies have put out that the only way like masks are actually, um, like useful because like they ask you like once you've used it for a certain amount, you gotta wash it to make sure that it's clean and whatever because it has been outside. And it can uh-huh. contract like bacteria. The only way for it to really be good is you have to put it in like a super like high pressurized like washer and dryer. That's the only way you can really get a like an industrial one for it to really for it to work. Well, you know <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. And I tell so, the residential people <laughs> with regular washing machines. Right. Exactly. And I'm just like, well, I guess it doesn't like it doesn't change anything. Like I, I'm not. As we've talked about previous, like multiple times in in previous episodes, I'm not afraid of the pandemic of of the 
like I'm I'm cautious, but it doesn't control the way I, I live my life. Mm. Right. Um, okay, well, I would ask you this because you're you're planning on getting married like this year, am I correct in saying that? Correct, correct. Yeah. So then at your wedding, do you plan on having people wear masks there? That's not it's not optional. <laughs> oh, so it's like it's mandatory. Yeah. Okay. Like I, like you, I, I like, think I think the venue that we've chosen mm-hmm. has like a little outdoor courtyard, which kind of like where we're gonna actually like do it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a loophole because it's outside. Yep, that's right. But when we're inside, there's not really much of a choice. Not really much of a choice, right? Yeah. No, I get that. Do you like? Are you like cool with that? I mean, like I know you're probably just thinking, well, it's the rules. What I can't do much about it. I mean, I think anybody would prefer to not have yeah. your wedding pictures full of masks. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. now that well, I think I about it, we should like send like invites saying, get decorative masks. <laughs> oh, that'd be lit. So at least the pictures don't look like a bunch of hospital masks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll bring fancy masks. We'll make it, we'll make it look like right? a spectacle. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's great that because I know other people that are planning to get married this year, and I think it's great the fact that a pandemic isn't stopping that for them. I think that's that's a that's a good thing. I mean, uh, like it, you guys were in the same mindset too that like a pandemic's not going to stop you guys from getting married. It does make life a lot harder, though. Well, yeah, of course. Like shout out to anybody who's planning a a wedding during the pandemic. Like, yeah, that's like that's double like, the pressure. Like I, like I can say like I can say this, okay. Mm-hmm. Wedding planning in general is not a, it's like, there's stress to it, right? Mm-hmm. So the pandemic wedding planning is like even more because there's so many restrictions yeah. and all the logistics. So if you're one of the few people getting married in the, during the pandemic, we're like elite. <laughs> like when this pandemic's over, there's no one that can be like, yo, I get it. Except for us. <laughs> That's true. I so, mean... Unless there's like a double pandemic. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I don't want that either. Don't worry. I'm not about that. Uh, I guess talking more uh, about the, the topic of the pandemic, um, near the beginning of it, so back in March of last year when they started uh, doing like the three-month lockdown, um, the, the government of Canada offered a CERB with the Canada Emergency Response Benefit. Uh, did yeah. you happen to apply for that? Uh, I think I got it twice okay. when everything started. Yeah, I, I applied for like all the payments for it because like I qualified and I think I was under a different... Like The thing is, is that like for you, you're an essential service. Mine really isn't. So I kind of... But I, was, like, I, like, I wasn't at first though. Oh. Well, like... Yeah, because we're not like we weren't a grocery store. So it's like a sit down oh, restaurant. True, fair enough. I and just... they sh- they like they shut down all their restaurants at first. So I was just at home. So I feel like I think for like a couple, I think three times I got it, but then we opened back up for just takeout, mm-hmm. and then I went back to work. Dang, yeah, no, I I I, uh, I applied for all of them because AI qualified for them. So I'm like, well, I just thought of it that. I'm not spending the money. It's just really sitting in my account. And then worst case, as I said, I give back the money that was never mine. Best case, I just keep it. Right? Yeah. So, um, but there, a story came out that, um, that the uh, federal government paid um, 
more than 300,000 teenagers, uh, where many of them were in high school, nearly $636 million in benefits. That's crazy. And so it, it was talking about how uh, the people that were most affected were from the ages of, I believe it was 16 to, to 24. And so um, right now, like the, the argument is being made right now is that the people are hoping that the government forgives a lot of the, uh, the, the people taking on these, uh, these CERB loans. Or not mm-hmm. loans, rather not. If you didn't qualify, people are hoping that that you that the government will forgive it, just because this is a very special situation, being the pandemic and whatnot, and that this money really did help a lot of people. But the government is kind of on the other end, being like, "Nah, you knew what you were applying for. We're coming back for our money." And so here's, here's <laughs> the thing I have. Like, here's the issue I have with the government. Okay, <laughs> all right, they're like. Oh, it's a pandemic. Here's some money. But then we want it back. But then I think about the amount of times when I look at my checks that I get from work and the EI that comes out of it. Oh. <laughs> like, that's my money. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, I think it's so whack how all, we have all these working people who are paying into EI, like, without, like, not even like we have a choice. We have to pay into EI. Yep. And then when a, when a situation like this happens, which would be considered an emergency, they're like here, but we want it back. <laughs> well, welcome, welcome to, like, welcome to a public healthcare system. Welcome to all the stuff that Canada is known for when it comes for that. Because <laughs> right, because right? right, because like you're you're essentially paying taxes on taxes. Like man, <laughs> so I mean, like at least just call it what it is. Be like, yo, I'm robbing you on your paycheck. <laughs> I'd feel better if you were just like straight up. We're yeah. robbing you and you can't do anything about it. I'd be like, all right, cool. I mean, but when yeah. you lie to me and be like, yo, here, when, you, when there's an emergency, you could have it. And then people that qualify don't even get the full percentage of the EI. It's like what, like 70% it's, of your check or something like that? I thought it was 50. Like, what the heck? <laughs> like, well, see, I think that was another big misconception for people. I had a friend that applied for EI when she also qualified for CERB. Serb, you got way more money than you did with EI. Yeah, because Serb was just like a set amount, right? Exactly. And so, and even now, because now Serb has turned into CRB, which is now, I believe it's nine hundred biweekly, and that's already been taxed off. So normally, it's a th- it was supposed to be two thousand, the same thing a month, but they've taken mm-hmm. off ten percent, so now it's nine hundred biweekly. So you're making eighteen hundred a month. Jeez. But the problem is now is that if you apply for EI, you don't qualify for this no more. But if you were on CERB, you do qualify for this. So it's just, it, it was so much confusion. Trust me, me, like me, like my brother and I trying to figure out if we even qualified for CRB took us like a couple weeks to figure out because they don't make it easy for us to understand. No. I had to watch like a YouTube video being like, they put all them fine prints so that you don't know you're getting robbed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. So I guess my question would be is that on the one hand, do you think that at least for Serb alone, do you think those debts for people who didn't qualify should be forgiven? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. My thing is... I don't know, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is, is that if you knew 
Like, like no one is forcing you to take this money. This is the same. Yeah, like if you were like, yeah, if yeah. you were a scumbag and you just right? like, I would, the, I would get this money and then buy a sixty inch. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. This is the same equivalent to to people complaining about student loans and debt. Is that like, well, I I've taken now all my courses. Now I want like free free schooling. I'm like, well, no, you chose to take on those loans. You chose to do that. I'm not saying that's a bad thing per se. I'm just saying that you know what your options are. And so, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, just, I, don't know if, I don't know if I feel the same way about Serb because of the, like, the circumstances of it. Oh, being that this is like a once-in-a-lifetime kind of pandemic kind of thing? Yeah, like, people, a lot of people lost their jobs. Yeah. Right? And, and Serb is not even paying some people as much as they were making. Yeah. You know? So it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's help, but like with a catch. Exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, that doesn't sound like help. That just sounds like that's usually what it is with what most it. stuff, right? Yeah, I don't know. It, it's uh, I mean, I I I hope there's a compromise that could be made, but honestly, I don't see how six hundred and thirty-six million dollars is gonna find a compromise. That's a lot compromise, of compromise. Compromise. You can keep taking my EI and let me keep this money. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly i was i don't know so i mean but i mean think about it It, the majority of people who took it like well the three hundred thousand of those people were 15 to 17 so they're not even out of high school yet and they and if they took it it didn't qualify they've got like almost like eleven thousand dollars worth of debt see i don't know about that because like now i look at it like now like because we're a little bit more into it Mm-hmm. If you don't qualify, you're not getting no money. Yes, they. But at, but at the beginning, the government was just like, "Here, here, here," right? And that's so. I think I think the government messed up on that one. Agreed. Take your L. Yep. And that's the argument that they're making is the fact that there was no um, level of like not security, but just there was no level of uh, of understanding when it came to the order. government side. <laughs> yeah, order. Where it came to the fact that government of Canada is being like. It doesn't matter. Even if they don't qualify, just give them the money. We just need to get the money out, which I get is a special circumstance. But at the same time, I think it's maybe a little unfair to now complain the fact that now people yeah. who didn't qualify and now you're expecting them to pay back when you. I think I think I think if you were so quick to put it out there and people were quick to take it, that's the compromise. Yeah, I agree. We're even. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, let me keep this cash. Run you rushed. Back. I rushed. <laughs> Checkmate. Fair game. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's a stalemate. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see where that goes. But uh, final world topic I wanted to talk about, which is a little more entertainment. In a week or so, Super Bowl is on. Are you a football guy at all? Not as much as I used to be. Oh, okay. Like when so, I was younger, I think because of my namesake. I used oh, to be like, yo. Yeah, like Peyton Manning. Yeah. yeah. Eli Manning. Right? So I was like, yo. Yeah. I'm a football guy. But as I got older, I enjoy playing football. But watching, I'm just like, eh. Yeah. Super Bowl is always fun though. Right? I get that. And so um uh it's it's uh it yeah, it's it's a little uh it, it, well, the the teams that are playing are the Tampa Bay. I don't remember the teams. It's Tampa Bay and Kansas City. 
And so Brady's back in the back in the final, uh, back in the Super Bowl. I think I think it's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think that's Am it. I Tampa right? Bay, yeah, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then and then the Kansas, Kansas City, City Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. So they're if all I'm wrong. Right I'm gonna get roasted. I know it. But I don't well, think I am. My brother Daniel is a Super Bowl, like he's a football fan. So if he hears this, he's, he's gonna, a sports fan. Yeah, he's just sports in general. It's crazy. Like I, he, whenever he likes a sport, he invests himself like a thousand percent in it. And I was just like, yeah. oh, that's that's nuts. But anyway, so not they're me. playing. They're playing in two weeks. Are you gonna be watching it or not? Uh, what day is it on? Uh, the seventh. So that is Sunday. So two Sunday. Uh, so this nah, I'll probably be at work. True. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I, I, I could probably watch it on the TV at work. Yeah. I usually only watch Super Bowl. And I mean, I you, people are probably going to hate me for this, especially if they're sports fans. I usually only watch it for like the Super Bowl halftime show. To see who's performing. Yeah. The weekend's yeah. performing this year. I'm not going to watch that. I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like the weekend. I know you don't. I love the weekend. I think he's great. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I I heard. I don't remember who I was talking to, but I know somebody who went to school with the weekend. Are you serious? And, yeah, and they were saying how he was like that loner kid. Oh, <laughs> that just sit by himself in the corner. Dang. And, and I'm like, we- hearing his music, I believe that. Yeah, it's a lot of like sad music about like feelings and stuff. Yeah, like <laughs> have some happy feelings, bro. I mean, he did like he did blinding lights. That was a big song this year. I don't listen. I don't know what that is. That's okay. Well, <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm, I'm sure everybody knows by now who I listen to. <laughs> That's right. CB. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I, I think the majority of people, I, I could be completely wrong, but I think the majority of people watch the Super Bowl because it's an opportunity, A, watch the halftime show, and then B, to just have lots of food. That's Super Bowl is like, it's just a fun reason to hang out with people. That's true. But then we're in a pandemic, so like, how we go about doing that? Like, how much fun is it gonna be now? Yeah, especially if like, for me, because for me, the fun of it would be like when we have our little Super Bowl get-togethers, like mm-hmm. you know, get the nachos, right? The chili, you know, <laughs> all that stuff. But then we're by ourselves this year, so it's like, oh, right? Yeah. It's kind of a little more difficult to do that. Yeah, I send mean, me, I send me snaps of your chili. <laughs> It will be seasoned properly, I promise. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, those are the end of our world topics for this week. And we're going to move on to our open topic for the week. And so kind of touching on the topic of... uh, We we talked about uh, the pandemic today. And we talked about like financing or whatever. I thought we would talk about the the idea of, of jobs. Because I think it's been, it's been, uh, I saw, I saw an article that talked about that the majority of the, of Canada's pandemic job losses were people without university degrees. And so uh, it talks about that, that the stats show that the least amount of education people exited the workforce in greatest numbers and the number of people employed with university degrees actually climbed. Um, before we kind of jump into that specifically, I wanted to talk about our experience with some of the jobs that we've had. So I want to talk about like the best jobs we've had, some of the worst jobs we had, our experience with it. So, EJ, oh man, <laughs> EJ, when was the first? When was the first time? Or when was like what was your first job? What was the first job you had? Uh 
So are we talking like official job or like the no, first no, like like the first job thing like, I did where I got yeah. paid like a good amount of cash? Yeah, like in high school. Uh, my stepdad had a friend who was a car detailer. Ooh, and I think for a couple weekends in the summer, I would go and help them detail cars, and he gave me two hundred bucks. Dang, I think I think it was two hundred bucks. I don't remember what it was. But so yeah, that was little, fun. And then, and, then, and then I had a neighbor who owned a Papa John's. Oh. And, and we, were, we were like pretty close. We were friends. And for the summer, he gave me 2,000 like doorknob flyers. Yeah. And, and he's like, I'll give you 200 bucks for the entire summer. He's going to put these 2,000 flyers on, on the doors. And I was like, all right. Like, I thought it was going to be fun. And then, like, and then I started doing it, and like, you realize that like, two thousand flyers, a lot, is a lot, and like, to get them done, you gotta like, cause like, once you like get your neighborhood, <laughs> right? You gotta, go, oh. you gotta expand the perimeter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, this sucks. I think I think I gave a hundred bucks of my payment to a friend, and I was like, yo, you do the other half of this. I oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, I hated man. that. It was it sucked. Yeah, I can imagine. I know we did that one year. So my first job I can remember was at uh, a a church camp where I was a camp counselor. Mm-hmm. So I mean that was the first time I ever experienced like biweekly payments, and I was like over the moon, just being like, "Yo, we can make this kind of money." What? What was it like? Forty bucks? No, it was like two hundred. Oh, how old were you? I was, I think, like 16 or 17. Your first job was at 16? Yeah, bro. I, I was different. Dang. I was like, yeah, I know. I was a late bloomer when it came to working. I don't know if that's a late bloomer, though. You don't think so? Oh, I mean, I think it's different now. I think on average, kids start working like what? Like 15, 16 right now. No. No, you don't think so? I don't know anymore. <laughs> I, I, feel, I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I feel I feel slightly old. I don't know. I, I do too. It could have been different for us. But yeah, I think I, I know I when I worked at the camp and then I saw like the first paycheck I got, I was like mesmerized. And I'm like, I'm gonna frame this. I'm gonna put this. I was like, up. yo, the amount of video games I can buy. Right That's now. literally it, right? <laughs> I'm just like, yo. Oh, oh my gosh. All the junior chickens. All my <laughs> right. All my we, we we balling on a budget right now. <laughs> exactly um so then what was your what do you remember being like your first like legitimate job that like was kind of more sustaining you wendy's 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 i uh i was the grill guy so i feel i feel like usually when you start a job Mm -hmm. starting like the dish pit or like cash whatever they threw me like right into the the heat of the grill and i was like all right cool True. I think I think I was sixteen. Dang! And how long how long were you there for? Um, from what I remember, you were there for quite a while. I don't think it was more than a year. It felt longer, maybe. When I was younger, I didn't. I did not hold jobs for more than a year, or like more than like a year and a half. That I do remember. You kind of you you went from like from place to place, just wherever it yeah, was more. Because I, I I just got sick of jobs. True. Like, like people like people upset me. 
and like when I was young, I was like. I was quick to pop off on people. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get to that in a second. But <laughs> right? <laughs> so, and, and yeah. the thing is, I never got fired either. I would just leave. Like, I just quit. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, Wendy's though. Wendy's was my first job. True. Yeah, I think for me was the, my first legitimate job was the YMCA here in Barrie. That, that, I, think, I think I remember when you, when you started working there. Yeah, it was uh, interesting. It was because it's like, so it was my first job and I'm beyond happy because I'm a lifeguard. And so like working as a lifeguard in the Y is kind of like the, the bottom end. It's it, like, it's the best place to make all your mistakes because if you plan yeah, on like, right. Like if you go work to the, for the city and you made all those mistakes, there's really nowhere else to go other than down to the YFCA. <laughs> <Right> to the YFCA. <laughs> so like I made all my mistakes there. I got a really bad story about the YMCA when I worked there. Um, Tell it. So I hope no one that <laughs> I don't care. I don't work there no more. It makes no difference to me. Uh, so there was one time. So I usually work Sunday afternoons and closer to evenings. There's open swims that occur or lane swims where people come in and um, and and do their lane swims or whatever. The problem is, is that I'm by myself. I forgot my phone to play my music or whatever. So I'm just sitting in this sauna of a pool, just annoyed. And so the swim started at two and didn't finish until six in the evening. Oh my gosh. So I'm just sitting there just trying to keep myself occupied. Cause it's like, it's like watching paint dry, watching people swim. It's just, I can imagine, it's, you. bro. It's not fun because swimming gets boring. Like doing it after a while, <laughs> so yeah. I can only imagine just watching people do it. That's yeah. So, uh, and especially too, because like the Y doesn't pay like the city; they pay like minimum wage. So I'm mm. like, oh, okay, whatever. So, <laughs> I, uh, I I got probably like a quarter of the way through, maybe halfway through of the my shift, I got super bored and i'm like i'm i'm sick of this i can't do this anymore and i'm like how on earth do i get out of this at first i thought maybe i'll call somebody in to cover the rest of my shift because i'm like i can't do this no more Mm -hmm. and i'm like no but i still want to get paid so i'm like all right let's just power through it and then a couple minutes later i'm just like no no i gotta find a way to get out of here and so (laughs) (laughs) and so there was um so the walls were tiled and some of the some of the tile work had to be redone so there was fresh cement on the walls. Mm. What I did is that okay, let me test this theory. So I took some cement mm-hmm. and so like a big chunk, enough to look like fecal matter. No you did it, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> and I threw it in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> I threw it in the pool near Yo. near like the shallow end area. One also I got to be slick about this because a these swimmers got goggles and also I got to make sure they're like on the other end of the pool so they don't notice what I'm doing. I got to look like I got to finesse it. <laughs> so I put <laughs> it <laughs> So I put it in the pool. And I don't immediately see anything. I just like I'm going to sit down, I'll wait a couple of minutes and whatever. I do my rounds, I start walking around and I'm like I gotta, I gotta sell it. And I'm like, oh, 
is that poop? Yo, this guy committed <laughs> to the act. I'm dead. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I gotta go. And so I I radioed the maintenance guy, and I'm like, yo, dude, come to the pool. I think we might have a pool fouling. And I w- and he went to go look, and he's like, can you get the net? And I'm like, oh crap, this is gonna be do or die here. If he doesn't question this, we'll figure this out. So I got the net and I scooped it out, and he looked at it, and he's like. Yep, that's poop. Let's close the wow. pool. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I told everybody, and this was like three in the afternoon. So it's still like, uh, it's, it's still people are like kind of low key pissed off being like, well, I was supposed to be here until six or whatever. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. There's not much I can do. <laughs> Yo, that is. Elliot, you're a snake, dog. <laughs> this is yo. back when, yo, this is, I was young back then. I'm like, yeah, I could get away with this. And so, how, how old were you? I think I was six, 17, 17. Man, that's some teenage ish right yeah, there, man. Yeah. If I ever heard it. Yeah. And then, the so heck? I went, I went to the front desk and I told them what happened. And then I told her, I'm like, okay, so do uh, we, so what happens is that when usually there's a, there's a, a uh, a fouling we have to shoot the pool so we got to close it we got to pour new chlorine and make sure everything's all cleaned any of the equipment that was in there we got to clean it up and then we leave it there for usually an hour or two and um so we did that and then after i asked the lady i'm like all right do you want me to stay for the rest of my shit she's like no you can go home and it's like am i gonna get paid for this is Cause like it's not really my fault. He's like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. I'll let I'll let the boss. Know. Yo, like, and he <laughs> lied too. I'm dead. Yo, this guy said it's not my fault. Doing good and well, it was his fault. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, I was I was mad trash back then when it Yo, came. Yo, you to need that. to repent and turn from your sin, dog. I felt I felt real bad after. <laughs> I felt real bad. Like oh years down the gosh. line, I'm like, wow, that was a trash move on my part. Bro, I feel like if you're if you ever get like rich, you owe that YMCA a check. <laughs> I will find the individual patrons. You're gonna walk, walk in and be like, "Yo, so like, ten, 10 years ago, I did this. Here you go," <laughs> and then just walk out. <laughs> walk out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So that was like, and see, here's the thing. I when I worked at that Y, I made a lot of mistakes. So like, I always showed up late. I was never prepared. I like I didn't do my job well. And so mm-hmm. I was happy I made all my mistakes there. I did I made all my mistakes there. Cause now I work at the city and the city it's like I've learned and I, I do my job well. That mm-hmm. I know. And so yeah. I'm happy at least at the why I made all those dumb mistakes. This but, guy um, <laughs> I'm I'm sleep, yo. This man put cement in the pool and called it dookie. I'm dead. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, okay, so I'll turn it back to so then what we were talking about. Okay, so well, why don't you give me your funniest or slash worst experience you've had at work? Oh, man. I know you probably got a lot in the bag. Funniest work situation. Yeah, or the worst or, thing that's happened that at work. Or the worst. Up to you. That's that's so vague, man. <laughs> I work because I worked so many jobs. Mm-hmm. Let me think. Let me think. 
I got a few. Uh, all right, here's one. All right. And I, you know what's going to happen? As soon as we like finish recording this episode, I'm going to think of another one and be like, dang, I should have said that one. But I'm going to tell this one. All right. So this is when I worked at Dairy Queen. Oh, yeah. I forgot you worked there. Yeah. Dairy Queen was a lit job. The owner, my boss, she sucked, but <laughs> I, I love ice cream. So it is what it is. There you go. But uh, I remember one day we're working. Actually, I wasn't working this day. I came in and I heard the story. But they were saying everybody was working and this lady comes in and she's got like this attitude, like, like, like she'd been walking with potato chips up her butt or something. Like, I don't like, she just was, <laughs> it's like, she was just mad. I don't know why. Yeah. So orders, um, I think like a medium cone or something like that. So they're making the cone and she goes to the bathroom while they're making it. Comes back out and like they have the cone waiting there for her. Takes the cone and like snarls almost like, <laughs> and then walks out. So everybody's like, like, what's wrong with this girl? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, what's wrong with this woman? Like, right. like, like, who hurt you? So everybody's working and they're like, like apparently at some point they all just started to like smell something weird <laughs> oh no right so they're all like yo what's that smell right nobody knows what's happening so the owner the owner was working that day so she's like i'm gonna go check in the bathroom and i kid you not he said when she walked into the bathroom it looked like <laughs> this lady no. bent over spread her cheeks wide apart no and and did like the spinner rooney like it's like like she just started spinning while like spewing the walls oh my gosh so and and the thing is dairy queens are not like i don't know any corporate dairy queens so the owner owned this dairy queen (laughs) so the person cleaning that up was her Oh so, my, that's terrible. So she's cleaning it up and she's throwing up. And like, <laughs> yeah, as like, you would. Oh like, my. <laughs> gross, man. That's disgusting. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How do you do that though? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I've never, ever in my life, ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hope not. Like how, like how you don't make it. <laughs> like, like how you hit every part of the bathroom but the toilet. That had to have been intentional. There's no way that person actively missed. I don't know, man. I'm, I hope you, that like, sounds like a lot of work for no reason. <laughs> you did <laughs> everything but the toilet. Come on. Like, geez. Oh, man. That, okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's nuts. I think, yeah, one of my worst experiences. This is actually funny because, so I, I've never worked fast food but i worked for a time when i was in university i worked um in produce i worked at a grocery store Mm -hmm. um so i worked at longos this is like the fancy fancy grocery store yeah um so i worked a friend of mine got knew the one of the store owners and then she helped me get hired there and so for the first three months for those of you who don't know is uh is that uh for the first two weeks you don't get to go on cash. You don't get to go to your job is simply to go into the fresh produce aisle. And you got to memorize all the codes on the food. Ease. Yeah, it was. And so after that, 
they test you and just to make sure that you know what you're doing because when you go to the scanner and it's fresh produce there's no there's no uh that you can't scan broccoli. you can't scan it right you have to actually punch in the code and so you have to memorize that stuff um so i did that here's the here's the thing though longos is super high end and so basically they have this computer screen where all you have to do is just find the subcategory of what that produce is and just click it and that's it Mm. So my two weeks worth of memorizing meant nothing because I can just pick what it is and, and just do that there. <laughs> so whatever. But anyways, down um, coming near Christmas, um, there was a point where I had to go visit a friend of mine in the hospital, a family friend. Mm. And I had to go uh, on a day that I did work. And I knew with Christmas that's going to be difficult, especially because also I'm still on probation. Uh, but I'm like, all right, I, I wrote in the book like this is an emergency, whatever. I got, I can't come in. Mm-hmm. And the manager, she saw this in the book, and I'm working. And as I'm about to go, she comes huffing and puffing. I could tell she was ready for a fight. And she came over to me, and she was like, and and she she did this in front of like customers. This was like a busy time, and she mm-hmm. yelled at me. And she's like, "Why on earth did you write this in the book?" I'm like, "Excuse me," and she she said, "You're on probation. You can't be asking for time off like this." And I'm like, well, I, I, there's an actual reason. Like, I have to go visit somebody in the hospital. She's like, no, absolutely not. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> but she, she, said this with, she said this with vigor. She said this in front of, like, customers. Like, I was on the spot. And I'm just like, you're not going to talk to me like that. <laughs> and so I, I didn't show up for my shift. I, w- I went to go to the hospital. And then after, I just didn't show up for work after that. I've done and that then before. She, <laughs> I, she 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 messaged me she's like are you gonna come in for your shift today she's like no i'm like no and then i got i got sent to my two weeks notice or whatever i'm just like i'm not working for you if you're gonna treat me like that i had an actual reason and you just tr- treated me like crap and you yelled in front of me in front of all the customers that makes you look yeah, bad this bro. makes me look bad i'm just like no i'm not working here so that's probably like one of the worst experiences i've had with bosses i usually like i keep it as like respectful amongst bosses but like that was a different thing what what was i guess the worst encounter you've had like with a boss man every encounter with a boss (laughs) (laughs) if i if i told all my boss stories we'd be here for another three hours all right right. well pick one (laughs) okay let's see there was a guy at wendy's there was the owner of dairy queen there was that lady at kelsey's oh yeah (laughs) Man, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> you got wait. You got a lot. Like I said, I I used to pop off on people. You did. Like I don't do well with just like disrespect. So like, like just don't talk to me rude. That's 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 all it is. Just don't be rude to me, and we're, and we're good. But I don't I don't like when bosses have this like superiority complex. Like because mm-hmm. you're my boss, you can talk to me. Like I'm nothing because if you talk to me like I'm nothing, I'm gonna show you I'm something, and then you're gonna be embarrassed. So, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of a good one. I know you've worked a lot more jobs, so you probably have. I've worked. I've worked a lot of jobs, right? So you got the plethora of stories, probably. Um, okay, I'll just go with Wendy's. This is like right. my fir- the first job I had. This is why okay. I left. So. We had this, this worker named Vince. I don't care about hiding his name. If Vince is listening <laughs> to this, I hope you hear this story, Vince. 
This is like, I think this is like 17-year-old me. Okay. And I usually was like the closer. And like, if anybody knows Wendy's, they close at like 4 a.m. in the morning sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I was always the late night guy. And Vince, let me describe Vince for you, okay? Let me, let me paint this scene of what Vince <laughs> is, okay? Vince is a white guy. His color has nothing to do with the story. I'm just painting how he looks, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason why I hate him. He's a white guy. He has no hair, but he acts like he has a lot of hair. Oh, damn. Glasses. About 6'3". Heavier. Some would call him Big Boned. <laughs> and carried himself like he lived in his mom's basement, okay? Dang. I don't know if that's true. That's just, just how, how it yourself. came off, okay? And I think he was like 40, mid-40s. Mm -hmm. I hope he's in his mid-40s, because if he was like in his 30s, then dang. But Vince used to drive a moped, okay? Like, okay. You, know them, you, know, like, like you know them ones that like are not a real vehicle? Right, it's the half like bicycle, half motorcycle. Yeah, the in between, and then like, yeah. and then you got that like that really just silly looking helmet. <laughs> yeah, and Vince is the kind of guy who used to offer people rides home on his moped. <laughs> no, like, like I know he's not asking me to put my arms around his hips while we go, <laughs> while we go a whole twenty kilometers an hour up the hill. <laughs> like, I'll walk. It's okay. <laughs> Right? So that's Vince, okay? Vince had this attitude, okay? Like, don't get me wrong. Every job has its purpose. Mm -hmm. But he just treated managing Wendy's like he was the CEO of Apple. Okay? Jeez. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, calm down. So me and Vince used to butt heads. Okay. And I don't remember the specifics of what happened that night, but it was like 1 a.m., right? Remember, we closed at 4. Yeah. And I'm 17, so don't, like, 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 don't offend a teenager because we're, we're bound to do something crazy. Yep. <laughs> so I think, I don't remember what was happening, but he was asking me to do something that I knew wasn't a part of like my job description. Mm -hmm. And it's not like I don't like doing things that I'm asked to do. But he's like asking me to do some like extra, extra, extra stuff that's like just because he can. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like not because yeah. it needs to be done, but he's just like, I'm the boss and I'm gonna tell you to do this. So I was like, no. <laughs> right? And we went back and forth for a bit. And then I remember I went to the bathroom. I looked in the mirror. And I said to myself, I was like, EJ, do you need this job? Is it really worth it? <laughs> Did you actually do that? And I looked back at myself and I said, no, EJ, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and I took off my apron. Slow. It was in slow motion, too. I took it off. <laughs> Opened my bag. Got my street clothes. <laughs> oh, my. Put them on. And I had the courtesy. I walked through that, that kitchen with, like, my chest out. 
right. And I said, yo, Vince. <laughs> he looked at me. He's like, what? I was like, I'm done. Peace. <laughs> and I went home. <laughs> <laughs> you just. <laughs> yep. That was it. <laughs> Never saw Vince again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know if he still works there? I'm pretty sure he does. I, th- cool, I, 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 I think I've gone to that Wendy's like years later and seen him. And the only difference is now he has a lumberjack beard. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, man. But yeah, that's one of the many stories. I got some other stories that I don't feel are appropriate to tell. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> but maybe, maybe, maybe when we have bonus content, we'll put it in there. <laughs> yeah. Subscribe to our Patreon. You'll get that. Yeah, <laughs> You'll that get that's it what there. it is, right? We got a bonus episode in there. You can hear the not safe for work story. <laughs> You'll you'll hear you'll hear the the grown folk content of <laughs> my work escapades. <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay, so I guess back to the the article that was said. Like, it kind of sucks the fact that people who don't have, I guess, what is con- considered a un- like a university degree or an education are losing their jobs like in rapid rates right now. That kind of does suck. Um, That's crazy because I don't, I, I didn't go to school mm-hmm. and I'm just, I got promoted during COVID. Right. That's what so, I'm saying. That's so I, um, I, I think it'll maybe depend. It doesn't say specifically like what kind of fields of study or what jobs are being lost right now, but it's uh, yeah, it's crazy. I guess uh, I, I wanted to talk more about the for uh, like us individually, like future down the road. We have touched on this a bit of what we want to do. You said, like, of course, you want to stop working that nine to five eventually, correct? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Right. So, I mean, I, I think that that's more than possible in that area. Um, I guess. Do you when do you hope? that becomes a reality. I know that's tough to really put a timeline on what, when that happens, but I don't even know how that looks, bro. Yeah. Like, like I've heard so many stories of people being like, yo, like the moment I gave up my nine to five, like that was it. Like I was so scared, but like I did it and here I am. I don't even know what that looks like. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what that bank account looks like when you make that decision. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what the opportunities look like when you, when you can think about making that decision. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a it's a big risk, but I mean, again, it's high risk, high reward, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I I think for me, like, who is somebody that is finishing their degree? Like, even though I know there is stuff out there, it's still difficult for me to wrap my head around what it's going to be. Like, the unknown is still out there, regardless of what I have. Mm. And I I think especially during this pandemic, even though the statistics say that that people are getting more employed when they have university degrees. That doesn't change the fact that that doesn't guarantee anything for me. And so yeah. there's, there's still that, that sense of, of nervousness and, and fear of the fact that I got to go out there and actually find stuff. So, I mean, to, I guess to kind of start closing this episode, I would ask then advice for, I'll, I, I'll ask you to give advice for somebody that is trying to do the, the whole that is a t- that what are the steps do you think that people should be taking if they don't want to be the nine to five person that want to do something outside of that realm 
Oh, well, it's crazy because I'm still like, mm-hmm. I'm still working on it. Right. But I guess, like, just do good work in everything you do. Like, there's, I don't think there's, I don't think there's a quick, like, a shortcut to that kind of success. Like, if you have a nine to five now, work it the best you can, make your money, and be smart with your money. Put yourself in a position where you can invest into whatever business that you want to invest into, mm-hmm. right? Because if, you, if you're just sitting there like, I want to do this, but you're not really working towards it, you're just talking about it, then it's never going to happen. Exactly. But like, if you really want to do it, the beginning stages, you have, to, you have to work a nine to five. Like you can't just quit your day job, <laughs> negate all your responsibilities and be like, I'm on the grind. I'm trying to make it. No, mm-hmm. like you got to just be smart with your money. Like money is the big thing. You got to save your money, have money to invest into your business or your mm-hmm. YouTube or whatever it is you want to do. And then from there, you keep building onto that. And then eventually, hopefully, you'll be at a point where your dream or your hobby or whatever is making more money than your, di- than your job is. Right, exactly. Yeah, there's no, there's no uh, a three-step program to getting to this point, right? Like, yeah. it, it's a, it's a I, grind. I, I feel like a lot of people, like, when they think about people that, like, have success in that field or that area of, like, working for themselves... Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the time they think like, well, how are they doing it? Like, like it was overnight success or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Or like, like how, like whatever. But I don't think they realize like these people have like certain disciplines in their lives that allow mm-hmm. them to be successful there. Right. Like, and, and I feel like a lot of people don't talk about the finance part of it, but the yeah. whole term it takes, it takes money to make money is so true. Yep. I agree. So, uh- that's one of the things I'm trying to learn this year is how to like as minimal as I can, but learn how to invest money. Mm. That's, I think a big thing. I think people, uh, my mom always talks to me about it. Just saying like, learn to invest your money, learn to, to have stuff like that. And I'm like, it, it's, I think for a lot of things, like for example, like music wise and stuff like that, I think people who are experts in it can use big words mm-hmm. to maybe like, like steer people off from actually learning how to do it. but Anybody can learn how to do it. Yeah. Anybody can do it, right? And so I, I think that's, yeah. Go ahead. I, I was blessed to meet, like, in person, this, um, I guess I, could, I would call him, like, he's a YouTuber. Yeah. But he's, like, very, very, very well-off YouTuber. Mm-hmm. And I've had the pleasure of getting to know him and working with him. And he's been, like, almost showing me the ropes when it comes to investing and stuff. And I feel like a lot of people think about investing and they're like, okay, let me find the stocks and let me find, you know, like let me invest into somebody else's business so that I can reap the benefits of it as opposed to investing in like yourself in your own business. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think guess uh, on the other side for like people who have, university degrees and are trying to get into that i think my advice would be just well first off i think it all depends on the degree that you have taken right i think Mm -hmm. that depending on what degree you have that will 
equate to the number of doors that will or opportunities that will open themselves up to you, right? Because it's supply and demand, right? That's how the, that's how the world works. Um, I think regardless of what you have, it's just finding again finding something that you're passionate about doing, and that I mean, if if your goal is to have that nine to five, that's I mean, in the world that we live in today, that's a pretty easy thing to find. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're trying to find that that outside of the box, that unique way of doing your job or doing something that you love, that's going to take time and effort. I think that's going to take real creativity to find. Mm. And maybe, and maybe that's like, that's something that isn't even in the, the, the box of, of a job. Maybe it's something that you have to create on your own, right? Yeah. Like it, it doesn't have to be in the confines of what people consider a regular job. So man, I could go on a tangent about that like for hours <laughs> like i'm i'm so into that like investing in yourself and because i because yeah. i know that i know there's so many people who wanna who don't want to work for somebody and i and i i strongly believe that everybody is capable and has the potential to make their dreams when it comes to what they want to do come true the difference is the, the only difference is between the people who do it and who don't is discipline and fear. Like you got to get to a point where like, you just can't let fear run your life. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people are scared. Like, I don't want to make a, I don't want to do whatever because I'm too scared of what will happen if I fail. Right. Right. But you don't see that all those successful people that you look up to how many times they have failed <laughs> before <laughs> you got to the point where you see them and you're like, oh, like they made it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Don't be scared of failure. That's my other advice. Yep. Embrace I think it. Failure, failure is one of the best things you can learn from, right? Like then you know this was wrong. I can learn from that, right? So yeah. yeah. So I mean, uh, but now we're going to finish this off with question of the week. Question of the week. Insert music. I don't know what music you have for this, but it we use be dope. we use a uh, boxer ding ding bell. Okay, see, I, I like that. Yeah. Question of the week. So with Valentine's Day coming up. Oh yeah, That's the day of weeks. the day of love. The day of <laughs> the day of every day is the day of love. <laughs> the day of more fear for all the guys that are scared to ask out the girls they like. Yeah. <laughs> the question is. Is Valentine's Day a holiday? I'll put quotes on holiday because is it really a holiday? Is it a holiday that's for guys to treat the girls? Or is it a holiday for love, like couples? Like, is it about just the two people spending that time together? Or is it about the guy doing all these things for the girl? Okay, uh, I think, and this is just for me, because I'm mm. not currently dating anybody, So this is, but I think for me, I think the goal of Valentine's Day should be a mutual understanding between both parties. Like, it should be like, we're trying to show our love and affection for each other. Mm. But I think, I think it's become a thing where the guy, there's, a, there's an unknown expectation for guys to, to, to be the bigger, not bigger person, but to, to show affection. On yeah. those days. Like, where, like where's the guy's holiday, you know? 
Uh, oh, well, okay. I'll ask for you then. Cause I mean, you've already been with Priya long enough that you probably had Valentine's day together already. Do you yeah. guys have the mutual thing together or is it you're kind of more doing things because you want to do those things? Um, I think just in general, as a guy, I enjoy doing things for her. Like I like I don't yeah. I don't I don't I don't think it's a it's a set mentality we have that's like Valentine's Day like I gotta do this for you. But you I, just like doing. But it, but right? I do but I do think society and the way everything is has influenced mm-hmm. how I approach things. But I don't I don't think that that's like how we view it. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's I I think that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a, it's a thing that's just been instilled in guys. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But I answer mean, it. Leave a comment. Let me know. Yeah, let us know. I'll put the poll up and then uh, let us know. Do you think that Valentine's Day should be for couples? Or is it more for the guy to show like a big romantic gesture? Which is it? And to all know. you dudes out there that have, that have your eye on a specific little ting. And you want to ask her out? Don't let fear hold you back. <laughs> Unless she's with somebody else, then like yeah, then yeah, then, then fall back. <laughs> then, then don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. But if not, go for it, bro. Get your girl. They, they only heard the first part, and then they stopped the episode, and then now they're, <laughs> <Right>? going to... <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be like, "Yo, Lisa, told me. Lisa." Leave him for me. <laughs> I object. <laughs> EJ said I could. Uh, no, I didn't. I never oh, said that. What would you do in that situation, dude? If I was, the, oh. if I was the guy. No, if you were like you're getting married to Priya, and somebody said that to Priya about me. No, they just in the wedding be like, I object. I look at Priya, be like. <laughs> <laughs> You you accept his object? <laughs> and if no? she's like, okay, and if she's like no, I'd be like, all right, <laughs> just keep it pushing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's Lisa out there. <laughs> yeah, don't be a home wrecker, guys. Don't be yeah, don't be doing that. But, but anyways, if you like a girl, yeah, go ahead, go build a home with her. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Bars again. Bars. Album coming soon. <laughs> Album coming soon. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening uh, to this week's episode. If you guys have any questions, comments, things you want to hear about, let us know on our Instagram page at Open Concepts Podcast. Or if you want, you can email us at openconceptspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. I would appreciate it, guys, if you left a follow if you on both platforms. And if you left a rating on Apple Podcasts, it helps with the boost, the promotion and advertising for this. Um, again, as well, question of the week will be up. Comment. Let us know your thoughts. We really love uh, interacting with you guys. Uh, but anyways, uh, EJ, where can they find you at? On the gram. This is Juwan96. That's it. That's, that's that's the that's the only social media that I really be on. I, I I have we have the Facebook page as well, but really it's more of the Instagram that's kind of yeah. I don't be I don't really use. I should, I probably should use Facebook. I'm a I'm a low key artist, so I gotta yeah. I gotta get my social media game up. But yeah, Instagram. We're learning we're learning bit by bit. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you next week. <laughs>